this happened a few years ago. I was working at a rural hospital in an odd security maintenance type position. We'll just say that I wore a lot of hats. Anyway, the department was my four male co-workers and I was the only female in the department. We were all pretty comfortable with each other and all of us worked together pretty well. It wasn't uncommon that the guys would sometimes have to take a hospital vehicle out to one of our off-site storage facilities to get supplies. I'd usually hang back in the office and I would be corresponding with them on the radio until they got about five miles away, which is where we lost connection. One day, three of them went off-site to one of these storage facilities, leaving just me and my boss in our department. They came back an hour or so later, and when they saw me sitting in my desk in our department, they had a mild freakout. The first thing they said when they got back was asked me how I got back before them. Both my boss and I looked at each other with confusion, and he answered that I'd been sitting at my desk the whole time. The other three argued the fact, saying that it wasn't possible. All three of them claimed that on their way back to the hospital, they saw me standing on the side of the road, waiting to cross it. They claimed that they pulled over beside me, rolled down the windows to surprise me and say hi, and ask where I was going for my lunch break that they thought I was on. They said that I turned and looked at them, that I didn't say or respond, and just sort of stared at them for a minute, and then walked off alone somewhere. My first reaction was to suggest that it was someone who looked like me, but they claimed it had to be me. According to them, there was no way it could have been anybody except me. It was a rural town, and I have certain features about me from a mixture of my heritage and even just the way that I carry and present myself that aren't common there. They claim the person they saw was me down to my hairstyle. I often wear low-set pigtails, the hospital lanyard and badge hanging around my neck, and even my bag, which had a bunch of tutorial patches on it. My boss told them the same thing that I did, that I hadn't moved from my seat the entire time that they were gone. None of them knew what to think. I honestly would have passed it off as a prank on their part, except that one of them, who was the most creeped out, was a very no-nonsense, straightforward older man who never played along with our prank wars. He even came by himself after the fact to make sure that I wasn't pulling their leg about it. It wasn't something I personally saw myself, but based on knowing them and their reactions to things, especially the older male, I'm inclined to believe that they saw what they saw. What it really was, glitch or not, I have no clue. This was about a year ago. I was living with my boyfriend and his sister. I had recently gotten new slipper boots, not super tall, think Uggs, but softer. My boyfriend is very picky about shoes in the house. We always have to take them off when we come inside. So I had gotten these specifically for the house. I wouldn't even wear them outside, even just to grab the mail. One night after we had finished a movie, I set them by the TV stand where I always put them. I remember this specifically because I was going to wear them the next morning since it was a weekend and I would be home. When I got up the next morning, I didn't see them anywhere. Since we had gone to bed really late, I figured I might have just left them somewhere else while going through my bedtime routine. But I knew I had put them there. I had that itch in the back of my brain. Time goes by. 
The house isn't a disaster, but it's not perfectly clean either. We're both working all the time, and I figure that they'll show up eventually. All we were doing was watching a movie. Fast forward about six months later, and I had pretty much forgotten about them. We're all moving out and packing up. I help my boyfriend's sister move the couch, and I see something poking out of the upholstery on the bottom. Now, the couch is not a pullout. There's just cushions on top of the fabric that's sewn into the rest of the couch. You can't see the ground if you take the cushions off, and there was no access to the inside of the couch, and no reason to. On the bottom of the couch, if you flip it over, there's that thin black fabric that's stapled all around the bottom, sealing it pretty much. However, it's an older couch and the fabric had dipped a little bit, only enough for maybe a small hand. I shined my flashlight inside and I saw my boots. There was no way they could have gotten in there. The TV controller, even if it got crammed into the cushions, wouldn't fit into the inside of the couch. We also have no pets that would have moved anything, not to mention there was no hole big enough anywhere on the couch for the boots to even be able to fit through. I also never even wore them on the couch. I had to rip the bottom fabric in order to get them out. Nobody could figure it out, and we just moved on with life, but I still think about it sometimes. I actually got rid of these boots because it spooked me seeing them. This kind of thing has happened to me before, but I've always just second-guessed myself and told myself I'm remembering wrong. But there is no physical way they could have gotten inside the couch. There was also no reason whatsoever. My fiancé called off our engagement a few months ago. We had been circling the drain for a few months, but I genuinely thought that we would be able to pull through because our relationship felt different than previous relationships, like it was supposed to happen. When I met her, my first thought was, oh, that's what she looks like? I'm surprised she's wearing a dress. As if I knew her, I don't know. The beginning was easy, wonderful, and so comfortable, it felt like we'd known each other forever. Fast forward to the breakup. I was alternating between packing my things, journaling, and feverishly researching communication techniques grasping at straws as to how to stay together. Then it happened. I was sitting on the couch, and I heard a voice say, You are not her teacher. It came to me like the truth. The voice sounded like it came from within my mind, but like an auditory memory. Like I heard it. I knew it came from within my mind. A thought, sound, or knowing. It was placed into my consciousness. I immediately knew it to be true. All thoughts seemed completely subjective compared to the level of truth in this sentence. This wasn't like an epiphany. It was as if I heard a voice communicating a complete thought, and it wasn't an intrusive thought, or it wouldn't have felt like the truth. I couldn't rule out temporary psychosis or auditory hallucinations due to stress, but the voice was so right, even if I didn't want to believe it, and it gave me the feeling of being the absolute truth. It helped me to let go of a lot and process a ton from our relationship. Recently, my ex and I decided to talk again for closure. I didn't know where to begin, but I decided to lead with the voice because it completely encompassed why we couldn't be together from my side. I told her, she listened, 
and then she said she heard a voice around the same time. She had the exact same feeling of truth, and now you have to deal with that knowledge, vibe. Her voice told her that she could not fix my inner pain. To say these voices were not spot on with their assessment would be an understatement. It's also incredibly strange that we both heard a similar voice, and we both knew it to be the truth. One night, my friend E, C, W, and K were at the gas station. K got out of the car and went inside to buy stuff. About seven minutes later, E and I were sitting in the front seat and see K walk out and come right up to the car, but as soon as he is about to open the door, he disappears into thin air. We had a clear view of the store entrance and everything else around us. I didn't think that E saw the same thing I did until E turned to me very confused and asked, did Kay just come out of the store or am I going crazy? And I said, you're not crazy. I saw him come out too. My other two friends, W and C, said they weren't paying attention. About five minutes after, Kay comes out of the store. Right when he got into the car, I asked if he had come out of the store since he first went in, and he said no, that he was in there the entire time. Usually when this sort of thing happens, I'm the only one who sees it, but this time my friend confirmed what I saw too, and I've been questioning reality ever since. My fiancé does this weird thing that he calls deja vu, because it's the only way that he can explain it. A few years ago, we were driving back from work after a night shift. We used to work together, that's how we met. The road was pretty quiet as usual for that time of the morning. We drove past a tiny bright yellow car with a really tall man driving it, and it just made me laugh a little because it was so unusual. At this moment, my fiancé went into full panic mode and made a sound as if he was struggling to get his breath. He shouted and said deja vu, and before I could ask him what the hell was going on, he told me to wait at the upcoming junction longer than usual. I pulled up to the junction and saw nothing. He said, no, just wait, there's a car coming. I couldn't see or hear anything. I thought he was just going mad. I went to pull off, and at that moment, a car came flying over the bridge, doing at least 80 miles per hour in what was the 30 zone. If I'd pulled out of that junction like normal, that car would have hit us. He told me that he sometimes sees things that happen a few seconds before they actually do. This was the first time that I had experienced him do it, but he's done it several other times throughout our relationship. And it's always just as something horrible is about to happen. This happened about two months ago while I was taking online classes for my dad's house during quarantine. I had a piano class that met over Zoom twice a week. My piano professor absolutely loved when people showed their pets on camera, and at the end of one of these classes, I considered showing my dog on camera as she was sleeping right next to me. However, I decided not to because I didn't want to disturb her. I remember this moment very distinctly. I logged out of the Zoom meeting, shut down my laptop, and stood up from the keyboard. I looked at my dog and had a single thought. I wonder if the position a dog sleeps in says anything about their personality. 
a single thought. I didn't look it up. I didn't mention it to anyone. I never revisited the idea. My dad and his girlfriend were both in the same area of the house. If for some reason I was thinking out loud, they would have heard it and responded. But I didn't say a word. It was a single thought in my head that came and went. Simple as that. I went through the day. Nothing out of the ordinary. Bedtime came, and I went to my room and pulled up YouTube as usual. It's important to note that I switch between two YouTube accounts depending on what I'm watching. I hate to screw up the suggested videos, so I use one as my main account and another as an alternate. I was logged into my main account and I didn't see anything interesting, so I switched to my alt. I scrolled a little bit further than usual and I saw one video that stood out, titled, What Your Dog's Sleeping Position Reveals About Its Character. Keep in mind, I've never watched pet videos. I don't watch videos about dogs or cats, nothing animal related at all. There's no reason whatsoever YouTube would recommend a video like this, let alone the video specifically. My conclusion is that YouTube or Google reads my mind and suggested this video, which I would say gets slightly more credibility due to the fact that I use a Google phone.